Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads, the COVID episode. I've avoided COVID for over two and a half years, and uh, I did have the two shots plus the booster. I hadn't had the fourth booster, and uh, somehow I got it, and I, I don't know how, because I'm careful at work and careful at home, and yeah, everywhere we go, we wear masks and use disinfectant, but with the exception of restaurants, so it's the only thing I could think of is sometimes when we go to the restaurant, we don't wear masks because we eat. We might wear a mask in, but when we're in there eating and drinking, we don't wear a mask. So uh, I end up getting COVID. Um, what was interesting about this one was I was sick on Sunday and I felt just cold symptoms, so I wasn't sure if I had COVID or not. But I had the COVID test, and I took it, and it came out negative. So I was like, cool, you know, I just have a standard cold. Well, the next day came, and uh, I was burning a fever. And it, I, I felt like this huge sinus pressure was giving me a migraine. And it was a 24-hour fever, like where I was burning, you know, anywhere from like 99 to 100 point three being the highest but um i knew something was wrong and i said well, fuck it i'm gonna take another test and i took another test that day and i tested positive so i'm like oh shit you know well barb's probably gonna get it but after the fever broke the second day you know I, i've been slowly getting better i just kind of run down uh, energy's so slowly coming back i was able to take Harley for a, a full walk and a, a pretty good walk yesterday. The first day I only took her for like, I don't know, a 10 minute walk. So that was all good. And uh, um, now I'm just recovering mostly the cough and energy. And I haven't been working, so I've been on like uh, COVID leave, but it's really vacation because I have to use my own leave. So I, I'm using sick leave with a combination of vacation. But, uh, yeah, that's that happened. So it was an unplanned week off. Um, uh, early in the COVID, I, I didn't feel like doing anything except, you know, watching uh, TV. And uh, I watched uh, the whole season of... Uh, roll with roll with it i think that's what it's called it's about bowling and it was on paramount and uh i thought that was really good i was entertained it's like a sitcom but it's not extremely funny but it's very entertaining and then uh i went from roll with it to a show on peacock called killing it now that was outstanding it's where one of the guys in the office and uh he's with an australian woman who uh, hunt down pythons uh, in, in Florida and, and get money for it. So uh, that show turned out extremely... That one does have uh, vulgarity and uh, adult humor. You know, there's nudity in it and stuff like that. So be warned. But that's on the Peacock. And that I really liked. I hope they renew that one. The rolling with it they didn't renew so that's what i did a lot of i finished watching all the indiana jones movies 
and now I'm just getting enough energy to uh, read comics. So um, that's uh, what's happened during my uh, my COVID break. Uh, I paid off some expensive comics that I kind of had on layaway. <laughs> I was paying like increments. And this bundle had two comics that were really expensive. And uh, the rest were, you know, just the usual stuff. I got another Indiana Jones series called Indiana Jones and the Sargasso Pirates. I got Tales to Astonish, number 99, with the Hulk and Submariner. I got Superboy 180 and 183 on um, 180. It looks like Superman, like Superboy, thinks he's with the like the leader of a wolf pack, and it says Prince of the Wolf Pack, plus the origin of Bouncing Boy of the Legion of Superheroes. The other issue has me, Super Baby, now Lord of the Jungle, defeating a huge ape, and it says a new Legion of Superheroes story. So, got that. Um, I got a Dave Stevens cover from Verotic, um called Venus Domina by Dave Stevens and Glenn Danzing with art by Duke Mighton. Very weird series. Definitely adult comic. Um, nudity and sexual stuff in here. I did read it. It's very unusual. It's about a mutant girl. She's got like these weird things that grow out of her head. And her mom left her with this real strange movie woman when she was young. A school. It seemed like a school for Donna Matrix. And she became a Donna Matrix. But she wasn't like human. Like she has some weird shit going on. Like she's got like three vaginas on one side of her rib cage and three vaginas on the other side of the rib cage. It's very unusual. But I read that one already. I got Giant Size Fantastic Four number 6. I think uh, the only issue I'm missing now is Giant Size Fantastic Four number 1. I picked up Fantastic Four volume 1 number 23. Which features Doctor Doom fighting the Fantastic Four. And the expensive books were uh, the first appearance of Mephisto. In Silver Surfer number three, which was uh, roughly a VG copy, and a G copy, um, it looks better than it's it's rated G because of a tape that goes along the spine of the the issue, but like the interiors look really nice and stuff like that. But it's issue four of the Silver Surfer, which is also an extremely expensive book, which is more than issue three. Um, because it has a Silver Surfer. No other, like, first appearances, but really expensive. So those are issues that I picked up. I want to do some quick questions. I feel like I'm going to lose my voice soon, so I want to, uh, just tackle things as quickly as possible. And, uh, let me, uh, what do I go to? Uh, bookmarks. So I still think I'm tackling some Nicholas Wetmore from Nerdy Legion questions. 
if bookmarks comes up. Oh, it seems like I've lost internet. So having said that, I will not be um, coming back with uh, questions. Actually, I can. I got my cell phone. So here we go, if, if it lets me. Uh, how do I do this? Profile. Bookmarks. Yeah, something very odd happened with the internet. So I'm going to bounce it. Um, which won't come back. So I'm going to skip the questions, having said that. And get back to them the next episode. And uh, text my wife if she's listening and say, yeah, the internet went down and I'm rebooting it. So, actually I can switch now. I'll see if I can get to their bookmarks. All right. I will tackle three questions, and these aren't from Nick, <laughs> but they're from the Nerdy Legion. Dennis, Dennis uh, Chandler, uh, who used to do a podcast but seems to have pod faded, says, What do you uh, want to eventually happen to your collection? That's a thing I, th I thought about a lot, Dennis. Um, but I don't really care anymore, especially after talking to... Um, Somebody on Collector's Corner, um, Mike M's Collector's Corner, which I talked to collectors. And um, there was a time where I thought, you know, like, I cared. But I think what the Comic Book Addict, you know, he does a podcast, the Comic Book Addict, um, taught me <laughs> is that when you're dead, you're dead. So why should I care? <laughs> I, guess, I guess what I would like to happen in my collection uh, before I die is I sell it and then give everything to Barb or whoever I can and uh, uh, not have, you know, people that inherit stuff have to deal with the, the books themselves. Um, and I'd hope they'd get to some happy collector hopefully somebody that reads their comics and uh, doesn't just CGC them um, that's who I hope it end up with so I hope that answers your question um, the next question is from Dennis Chandler um, and the podcast I couldn't remember the podcast he used to do was the best of the rest um, but I it, my old age mind and COVID brain finally remembered it. What would be your your Top Gun call sign? I think it would be comic book. <laughs> it's not extravagant, but that's right what it would be. Or collector. Maybe that. 
Um, Martin asks a good question because it came up recently when my house was close to a fire. And I just came home and I didn't think about any disaster planning. But this is Martin from Nerdy Legion. Um, the Nerdy Legion podcast with uh, Nicholas Tiberius Wetwar. This is Martin. And he says, any disaster planning going on? And uh, truthfully, no. Um, I have thought about it. And just because of my compulsiveness, you know, I could come and rescue some big books. and uh, But then... I miss the little books too, so I can't just have like four books. It, it might as well let them go together and be together. Uh, I know that sounds stupid, but I I don't know. That's what I feel right now. Uh, maybe it's the COVID. So um, after answering those questions and having technical difficulties, um. I can get back to uh, the weekly reads. I know this is going to be a short episode, but uh, I thought I would do it because there's nothing I'm really doing. I'm not working, and I'm just watching TV and doing stuff, so I thought I would uh, tackle a a weekly read. So I'm going to get through April 25th through May 15th. And I didn't take a lot of notes on these. Um, I'm getting lazy again. So I'm just looking for quantity. But uh, Rogues... um, uh, I'll start with the watch stuff. Uh, I watched a movie, The Wrath of Man. Um, That was interesting. It was about a, a guy that goes to work at a money protection agency, like Vault or something like that, that takes, you know, money from... Uh, Wells Fargo, you know, the bank trucks. And it stars, um, mm, I can't think of his name. The the guy from uh, The Meg uh, and uh, the... <coughs> oh, man. He's an action star. But anyway... It was pretty decent. I liked it. I gave it a 4 out of 5. And also Moon Knight, I gave it a 4 out of 5. Although I, f- I really feel it's a 3 out of 5. Uh, I kind of gave it a 4 out of 5 average. Because I really thought like the opening uh, episode was fantastic. But then I watched the rest of it. And I, I think it just... I, I kind of was like not entertained anymore. I'm sort of like getting saturated, oversaturated with comic book uh, superhero movies, uh, whether it be DC or, or Marvel. I'm just not feeling it right now. And I, I'd rather watch Top Gun or, you know, like something that's not comic book movie or uh, Wrath of the Dead or, you know, Wrath of the Man. Um, I don't know why. I'm just going through a mood. But the Star Wars stuff always seems to to grab me. I don't know why that's different. But um, I had a total of 17 comics that week. One Image, two Marvel, uh, one Kickstarter, one Dynamite, eight DC, um, four Broadsword. 
Um, we'll start with the three out of fives. We had Badger number one. Uh, I haven't read a lot of Badger, believe it or not. Um, this was an image Badger. Badger and his bison take on a huge cockroach. Um, I give it a three out of five. Uh, every time I poke my head into Badger, I, I, I don't really grab the humor of it or the insanity of it. But uh, it's kind of a guy that's sort of crazy that's a superhero. And uh, I thought it was all right. I, I thought the art was solid. I'd like to learn more about Badger, and I'll probably be reading more and seeing if it grows on me more. The next three out of five was a Tom King book. Uh, I thought I would like it more. Um, I know my co-host on DC Spotlight liked it a lot. And uh, for some reason, I don't know, it just seemed like uh, Supergirl was protecting... Uh, uh, I can't remember if it was a little girl. I think it was a little girl uh, going through space. And uh, it was very similar to other things. It felt like Cable um, when he was protecting uh, his daughter. And uh, I, it's like something I've read before, so it didn't like knock me out. Uh, there was some emotional, you know, points in it, and I, I thought they were really well done. And the book itself is really well done. I, it just didn't knock my socks off, but I, I gave issues one through four a uh, three out of five. I could have been in a mood too. I've noticed that it, it does a mood does affect your uh, reading experience, and a lot of times I've been. Uh, not in the mood to read something, but I'm reading something for a podcast, so it does affect my experience because I'm a mood reader. So um, that does happen. Uh, we get into the four out of fives. We had the new Evil Ernie from Dynamite. It seems like a new origin story of Evil Ernie, who is run off the road by a motorcycle gang, and a demon sort of gives him the power to come back alive. Um, really well done on the art I thought was way better than the usual Evil Ernie artists so uh, I'd like to fin get back on that we have Doctor Strange volume 2 number 26 this is Jim Starlin is writing a Doctor Strange and he just screwed up with um, the creators which is an actual like cult kind of thing and their cosmic will of change now earth is in chaos and the Ancient One is back as a drunk trying to find Doctor Strange. They find themselves having uh, to visit the In-Betweener. And if you ever remember the In-Betweener, he looks like he's got one side that's different than the other side. But uh, he's one of those space entities. Uh, that was a 4 out of 5. Uh, Kickstarter was called Born of Blood. Beautiful cover, beautiful art. Uh, story was decent um it was like uh reinventing the world of 300 but with it's led by women so they you know the men are doing their thing while the women are also doing their thing and it shows the king wanted a boy and uh, uh he ended up getting a girl and she became quite the warrior uh trained by a guy uh to fight over and over again kind of like in a prison like she she had a rough life growing up, you know, being trained by this dude. Um, enjoyed that. We got Fantastic Four, 
number 129, uh, volume 1. This is my retro read for the week. Uh, Agatha says to come get Franklin, and Sue has to go by herself. Uh, Reed is always being a dick around this time. Uh, Johnny decides he's going to live with Crystal, so he's leaving the Fantastic Four. The Thing takes on the Frightful Four with the help of Medusa. And she was a member of the Frightful Four at one point in time, but not at this point. Thunder shows up to kick ass in her first appearance. So we have a Tarot, Witch of the Black Rose. You get the origin of Tarot and her family, and also the Skeleton Man. Raven Hex, who's her sister, thought she was bringing back her father, but she just brought back his anger. Tarot and Skeleton Man were able to stop the outbreak. The next story is the about Puka, who was always causing problems and brings about a dragon which to fight with Tarot and Puka is kind of like a cat looking thing but uh, hangs out with the witch so there you go um, I own number one uh, and I think number three but I read these in the first edition trade that came out uh, that I was able to pick up Shade volume two number one through three uh, only read one uh, comic that night, and uh, it was, I don't know what I put there. That that note makes no sense, but this was the shade, and uh, I don't have a note on it, and I don't remember a lot of it, but it was the shade and his girlfriend, and he was getting assassinated by uh somebody i think deathstroke came after him and thought you think deathstroke killed him but he didn't and then he's trying to find who sent him as an assassin to kill him and finds out it was his i think it was like a relative um and then we have uh, the five out of the five a uh, five out of five was rogues number one this is a heist with the Rogues, uh, Heat Wave, Captain Cold. They're much older. They look really old. Um, Magneta. Um, Golden Glider, which is Captain Cold's sister. Uh, Bronze Tiger, which isn't a Rogue, but I guess he dated Golden Glider, which is, I don't remember any of that. I don't even know why he's there. Uh, Trickster, who plays a real asshole in this one, but he's always kind of out there. And I think there was one other, but I can't remember. And uh, Captain Cold, their lives are down the toilet, and Captain Cold convinces them to go for a heist that's in uh, Grodd's uh, Gorilla City and take gold. And that's the premise of it, and it's them trying to get from point A to point B and I really really enjoyed that it was really good the next week I didn't take any notes so you're just gonna get a blabber of stuff but uh, this is for week of uh, May 2nd through May 8th uh, I watched Reservation Dogs gave it a 4 out of 5 the unbearable weight of massive talent that was the Nicolas Cage movie where he plays himself that was really entertaining, and I completed the, f the current season of The Good Doctor. That was all four out of five stuff. 
Comic-wise, we had a total of 26 comics, one Valiant, uh, three Scout, two Marvel, two Image, and 18 AWA. Uh, we'll start with the... F there was only four out of fives and five out of fives, so that was a good week. I was in a really good mood. And I think it's because I was reading a lot of AWA, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Little Monsters, number one. Uh, that was That's a story of a post-apocalyptic world where there's just kids. So you got like Lord of the Flies thing going on and you don't know what's going on, but you find out later that these kids are vampires and there's like no humans around, so they eat rats. Well, at the end of it, you find out that there is a human, so we'll see where that goes. Um, I think Dustin Nguyen does the art and this is uh, uh, really well done art. Um, I keep wanting to say it's Steve Niles, but it's not. It's... Uh, Mm -mm -mm. Black Hammer, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'll just look it up because I'm going to... I wanted to say Steve Niles, but it's not. Little Monsters. It's somebody popular that I can't remember. Um, it's not that Little Monsters from Now Comics, 1990. Or the Little Monsters from Gold Key. It's Little Monsters from Image, and it's by Jeff Lemire. <laughs> I can't remember the name. A lot of brain cells dying during the COVID. Uh, we have Grendel, Kentucky, number one. This is about like uh, drugs in uh, Grendel, Kentucky, and I really enjoyed that one. That was uh, AWA. Uh, Venom, I think there's a volume two of that, too. Venom Lethal Protector, volume two, number one. This is the recent um, Lethal Protector. Really cool 90s feel to it. Just like Wolverine Patch number one, which I really enjoyed by Larry Halma. We had Armor Clads, which is uh, kind of like our Marines, but uh, they're armored guys that are miners. And these monsters, well, the, the, they control these miners to mine an ore that saves, kind of like keeps the, uh, the economy going. And... Uh, uh, they get attacked by uh, spider-looking creatures. Not like spider aliens, but something else. And uh, they get control. And then we have Playthings, number one. This is about toys that have really gone bad. Scout Comics, Black Caravan, uh, Slumber. This is about somebody that helps people deal with their nightmares. And uh, really entertaining. I didn't think I was going to like this one, but I did. That's from Image Comics. Red Wraith is about uh, kind of a kid that's picked on, uh, wants to join a skateboard team. They take him to a graveyard, and he falls to his death and dies and gets superpowers and comes back as a ghoul and is hunting back everybody to get justice. We then have Redemption, uh, number one through five. This was a post-apocalyptic uh, female cowboy that people, fem female cowgirl, that left this uh, town of redemption and uh, it's controlled by a religious guy and a sheriff and they're not good people they hoard the water and they don't treat their people good and they're abusing this girl's mom and she gets arrested because she had one of the girls get get an abortion and uh, she's gonna be burned at the stake I think and uh, her daughter goes to get this 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 cow 
cowgirl lady out there that's supposed to be awesome to come help with the situation and you learn that she was the former lover of her mother and uh, it gets really interesting as she comes back and tries to rescue her that was from AWA we have bad mother number one through four this is about a mother trying to save her daughter that was really entertaining uh, we have radiant red which is like radiant black but it's radiant red another spin-off series from uh, Kyle Higgins but he's got another team working on it uh, really enjoyed that one I've really enjoyed the radiant universe we have uh, five out of five uh, vanity number one this is about a um, a real-life character but I can't think of her name Queen something Bathory or whatever she was but she would bathe in the blood of virgins to keep young and it's sort of like how she started as a child and how she is going right now she's a teenager issue one and how she's getting into power very interesting comic from Scout Comics Black Caravan I really enjoyed that one and the the five out of five that I thought was absolutely amazing was AWA casual fling it's about a married couple that they love each other a lot but um, he's a stay-at-home dad that kinda does IT at home and takes care of the kids and the wife is a big in a big like lawyer firm and uh, she's asked to go out with uh, to schmooze with some workers who they're cutting a deal with and she cuts the deal and there's one guy that uh, she ends up sleeping with and she thinks it's a one-night stand don't worry about it but it turns into more than that and it turns out this guy's a scam artist where he like targets rich women and then goes after and blackmails them and it was really incredible and the husband comes back to help reluctantly and uh, a really cool ending I, I loved I love that comic one of the best comics I've read and last but not least uh, we have May 9th through May 15th we have 22 comics, uh, 2 Viz, 8 Marvel, 11 Dynamite, 1 Action Lab, and uh, it's a short week that week, although the I read Chainsaw Man, so it took a while, but the 3 out of 5s was Evil Ernie God Eater from Dynamite. This one was entertaining, but I really couldn't stand the art. I really didn't like it. And uh, the story is decent, but the artwork took me out. Uh, Heaven and Hell have to join forces to stop this God Eater creature. But they just were played into doing what the God Eater wanted and bring him into power. However, the chastity backup was way better than the, the, the main story. And uh, very 90s, which I absolutely loved. The four out of fives are Chainsaw Man two and three. Uh, th this journey about a a guy that merges with his chainsaw alien that hunt demons uh, turns out to be very interesting. There's there's just crazy shit though. Like he's real infatuated with women and touching breasts and getting a kiss for her first time and the first time he kisses a girl she vomits in his mouth because she's drunk and all this weird shit happens and it's like 
there's stupid stuff but i don't know i keep coming back for more like i'm like why am i reading this <laughs> i don't know and it might be the first uh manga that i ever uh read every volume of i i did order two more uh, i have read one through three and i ordered uh four and five so we'll see if i continue with that i don't want to order all of them until i know i can uh, finish what I got. Evil Ernie 1 through 6. This is the the solo Dynamite series. Uh, this one came out before I think Evil Ernie God Eater. Uh, kid brought up by two awful parents uh, kills a town and he has a death sentence in a jail but they end up breaking out of prison and finding out the true enemies. Uh, we have Digger number five from Action Lab, which is uh, the team is reunited to fight off a mummy, but leaves a lot of open plot holes with uh, the corporation and various plots. Um, so monsters are coming alive in this town, and the Grave Digger and his assistant uh, go after these monsters, but it never completes the plot thread, and I don't see anything solicited. Yeah, so I don't know if this story is going to end up ever getting completed. Uh, we'll have to see. And then Action Lab's in a lot of trouble because a lot of people are going after them for their rights back and stuff and damages. So we'll see what happens. We have Amazing Spider-Man 81 and 8 through 88. This is also a good practice to see how long I can talk with the COVID. Because <coughs> I... I am starting to get pretty winded. But uh, 81 through 88 and amazing, I think it was uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat number one annual. But uh, the corporation he's working for is uh, terrible uh, uh, that, that Ben works for and Ben's wife leaves him. Ben is reprogrammed once he finds out the truth. Uh, that's, that's bad because he's, doesn't know that his wife left him and he's sort of programmed. Uh, he also doesn't know what happened between him and Pete and everything that he knows what they want him to know. Mary Jane and Black Cat have to team up, uh, to get the hood, hoods back. Uh, you know, the hood from Dark Avengers and all that other stuff, but, uh, uh, he comes back into the picture. Black Cat and his training Peter to come back after coming out of his coma. So that's some of the main threads. I'm really enjoying Amazing Spider-Man. So that's been quite entertaining. So um, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, and listening to my crappy voice. And putting up with me. And uh, I should be back uh, in a week or so. To uh, do another three episodes. And I, I sh at that point. I, I might be caught up if I keep the beats, but uh, who knows uh, what will happen next. But uh, I'm already into mid-May, so I would that would catch me up to, you know, probably June. Uh, we'll see what happens, but this is the closest I've been in a long time. I'll talk to you later, and thanks for listening. Uh, you can reach me at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter. It's the best place. Please send me questions. Keep them coming to keep the, the show going. And uh, you can also send me email at mike at comicbooknoise.com. Uh, let me know what you like on the show and what you like to hear more of. And uh, you can reach me at uh, ginkbrunchpodcast.com. 
that's where this episode is is hosted. And uh, Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button there and follow all the episode threads there. And I thank you for listening and supporting the show. I'll talk to you later. Bye.